Hey, hey, friends, welcome to the Lens of Faith podcast. Today, I'm going to share some revelation when it comes to healing, suffering, and God's greater purposes. All throughout the Bible, we read that Jesus performed miraculous healings. But many times in our current day, even believers doubt that God can really do a miraculous healing in either their body, their mind, or their emotions. But let me tell you, friends, I'm a testimony that God still performs miraculous healings physically, emotionally, mentally, and He still brings dead things to life. I literally can be here all day sharing testimonies of what Jesus has done in my body, in my mind, in my heart, and what He's done in others. And of course, you know, we all love it when God performs miracles and heals, but what about the ones that don't get healed? What about when God doesn't heal and He allows pain and death and suffering? How do we explain that? Well, we're going to talk more about that today. We have to understand, friends, that healing always comes from God at His discretion. He offers an invitation to dive deeply into faith with honesty and submission, trusting that whatever the outcome, God's plans are perfect. As I was preparing and praying for today's message, I was you know, asking the Holy Spirit, Of all the stories that I could share throughout my life of your amazing, miraculous, and supernatural healing, what do you want me to share today? Well, he took me back and reminded me of a few amazing encounters. One of them is when I was really young, and I remember I was sleeping on my neck wrong, and I could barely even turn my neck to the right. I was in a lot of pain. And I had a friend who really operated in the gift of healing, meaning that almost everybody he prayed for got instantly healed. And you know, God has called all of us to pray for the sick and the brokenhearted because it's really God that heals, not us, right? His power can manifest through us. But this friend really walked and operated in the gift of healing. I remember him calling me on the phone and I was sitting in my car and he told me, you know, put your hand on your neck. Um, And he just started praying for healing over my neck. And no joke, my neck was just instantly healed. Like literally I could feel my neck getting hot and I was just instantly healed. I had no pain. I can turn my neck even better than I could before. And I was able to actually even turn my neck more to the right than I could even the other side of my neck that, that didn't need prayer. You know, it was actually even better than the other side. When God touched my body that way, and it wasn't even like someone laid hands on me. I mean, this was, I was being prayed for over the phone. It really boosted my faith. You know, it was like, wow, God, you really are powerful and creative a lot of times in your miracles. And then sometimes God will do a miracle and heal somebody who's maybe not even walking in great faith yet. You know, I had a friend recently who was new to his faith and being introduced to the power of God, and God healed him miraculously of cancer. He went to the doctor and they could find no trace of cancer in his body. Shortly after, you know, he became born again. You know, he wasn't a man of great faith when he got healed in that moment, but God knew who he would become and what a testimony he would have. I'm also reminded of, you know, decades ago going to a church service and I felt to invite this woman that I knew from childhood to this church service and she wasn't even living for God. She backslid, she walked away from God. And she had carpal tunnel from being a secretary for like 20 years. And, you know, if you know carpal tunnel, it's actually incurable. You have to get a surgery. And we prayed over her and she instantly got healed of carpal tunnel in that moment. I witnessed it. (laughs) You know, I was blown away. 
Instantly, she started weeping uncontrollably. She was like, my hand, I could not even turn my hand ever without pain, and I am completely healed. She was just so blown away. And even a few days later, she called me and she said, I still have no pain. She was just so shocked and surprised that she was actually instantly healed. And you know what? That really boosted her faith as well. And she's walking with God now. So, you know, God knows the bigger picture. He knows what's going to happen from the healing. And he has a greater purpose and plan. So sometimes how God moves and how he performs miracles doesn't make sense. For example, you know, the friend that walked in the gift of healing that prayed over my neck, his own son got sick and he prayed over his own son and his own son ended up passing. You know, God didn't choose to heal him. He was really tested in his faith during that time. Like, here, God, I'm praying over strangers, and you miraculously instantly heal them. But my own son was sick, and you didn't heal his body. So yes, God wants us to have faith and to believe in his supernatural power. But if he doesn't choose to heal our bodies, we have to trust God with the outcomes. So there are times when God chooses to heal instantly. There are times that it takes years to receive a healing. And then there's times that you might pass and go to eternity, go to glory. It's all part of God's perfect plan and his will for your life. And we might not know the why, but we have to trust him. Another story that reminds me of the mystery of who God is. I still remember very vividly this tragedy that happened in the 90s. It was actually in 1999. The very first time I ever heard of a school shooting was the Columbine shooting in Colorado. And I remember, you know, that was a crazy time. School shootings were introduced to most of us. You know, it wasn't something that we heard of often. I remember crying when I heard the news. You know, I was really heartbroken. I remember that there were two girls that really circulated in the news. They were the ones that were really talked about. And they were actually martyrs, you know. The shooters came in and they were anti-God, anti-Christian and everything. They were literally hunting down Christians, and they walked up to these two young, beautiful high school students, and they asked them point blank, are you a Christian? You know, they could have denied Christ and maybe saved their life, but instead, they boldly said, yes, I am, and they got instantly shot and killed. And it was an amazing testimony of giving up your life for your faith. And being so young, they were in high school willing to give up their life for the sake of Christ. They really impacted me as a young believer. But then there's another story of a survivor. I remember during that time, like within that year, I actually went to a conference and one of the guest speakers was one of the survivors of that shooting. He was also a Christian. He was shot like six times. I mean, it was a miracle that he was still alive. You know, everything about it was just a miracle story. In fact, I remember when he was sharing his testimony, him telling us that, Two doctors actually quit their profession because they were so blown away and they could not medically justify why this guy was still alive after he was shot where he was shot and how many times. I mean, they literally quit their profession because they were like, this is impossible. You know, we can't explain this. And I think even one of them got saved, but it was just a miraculous story. So you think about, you know, like, God, you could have actually prevented those two girls from dying like you did with this young man. Why would you save him and not them? And I think that this is a question that gets asked by many, many people. Why does God allow pain and death? 
Why doesn't he just heal everybody? Because we know he can. And I think that this is a question that's been asked for ages. But we have to remember, friends, that God is God and we only see what's in front of us. We look at things as logical and in the natural, but he works things supernaturally and he sees the bigger picture. It's stories like this that really discredit some people's belief that if you didn't get healed, it's because of your lack of faith, you know, maybe some sin in your life. There was a reason why, you know, you did not get healed. If you have more faith, you would get healed. But I'm telling you, friends, I've seen time and time again, people who really don't walk in great faith yet, God performs a miracle and they get instantly healed. And then I've seen people, ministers that have devoted their whole life to the gospel, that have great faith, all they talk about is faith, and they have not got healed, or their loved ones did not get healed. I'm telling you, we cannot put God in a box. You know, His ways are greater than ours. He is mysterious. He's not like us. He's not logical, you know. Sometimes God's decisions don't make sense at the time, but we have to trust Him. He's all about His glory and our story. You know, whatever it is that He's doing has a greater purpose. All we really see is what's in front of us. But God has a greater strategy and purpose for every single thing He does. So no, I don't believe that God wants us to be sick or brokenhearted or have loss in our life. But He will allow it if it's part of His greater glory story. I believe he does allow things that seem painful. Sometimes they even seem like they're from the enemy because he has a greater purpose and a plan. I can tell you personally, you know, when I went through a long season of loss and heartbreak, you know, I asked God, I'm your faithful daughter. I'm not living in sin. I'm living right. You know, why would you allow this to happen to me? And at first, you know, I didn't understand. I didn't get it. I didn't see the big picture. But now I look back and I go, thank you, Jesus, I went through that because I am who I am today because you allowed that to happen in my life. I will never be the same. You know, you changed my heart. It formed in me great character. My ministry was birthed out of it. I mean, you are getting so much glory from my story because I walked through that, where if I did not walk through that pain and that loss, I would not be who I am today. And now I have his supernatural perspective. And friends, when you have God's supernatural perspective and you trust that his ways are greater than yours, then it helps give you understanding when you need it most. And most often sometime in the future, you know, you'll look back and you'll understand why God allowed what he did. So, you know, I've shared stories where God, you know, does instant healings. He answers our prayer just how we would hope that he would. You know, I've seen him do that, you know. So he is the God of miracles. The Bible tells us by his wounds, we are healed. But there's also times where people of great faith who are not living in sin are not healed. Where it seems that innocent lives experience suffering, you know, and injustice, right? It's hard for us to wrap our minds around. I can provide some biblical perspective, though, for the believers and non-believers. You know, suffering is the result of mankind's sin and rebellion against God. You know, in Genesis 3, we read about this, that mankind chose to reject God's one command. The world became corrupted by sin, and humans have suffered ever since. 
And then, of course, there are people that sometimes suffer with the wrong choices of other human beings, even though God uses the resulting suffering for good. But suffering brings faithful believers into deeper understanding and relationship with Him. And many times, God allows people to suffer so that they can turn to Him in repentance and not perish for eternity. Like in my experience, you know, sometimes Christians suffer so that they can be conformed more closely to the character of Christ. We read more about that in Romans 8.28 and James 1. Believers also suffer so that they can know Christ more fully, as in Philippians 3, and to prepare followers of Christ for the glory of heaven, in 2 Corinthians 4. So what this all comes down to, friends, is that God has a greater purpose for when He allows things to happen and when He stops and prevents things from happening. If He heals and if He doesn't heal, we have to trust His purpose and His plan. He might want to wait to heal you because He's developing your character and He's using your story to minister and bring others to salvation. You know, I'm reminded of Lazarus. You know, when Lazarus got sick and died, his family was so distraught because Jesus was so close to Lazarus, you know. He considered him a really close friend, but he allowed him to die. And, you know, they were very upset with Jesus because Jesus had the power to instantly heal him. But when they asked Jesus, you know, where was he? You know, it's been four days that Lazarus has been dead. Where were you, Lord? Jesus answered them by saying, you know, I did this for God's glory so that God's son may be glorified through it. And even when Jesus heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed there two more days. You know, he really just took his time. (laughs) I'm telling you, God is not in our box, friends. You know, he doesn't do things according to how we would do things. He is the mysterious creator of the universe who all he had to do was speak the universe into existence. But even though God is mysterious, He wants us to know Him and know His ways. You know, the more that you get to know Jesus and His character, the more that He gives you His perspective and His decisions, His timing, His ways start to make more sense. He gives us supernatural clarity. There's another Bible story that I love that really just shows that, you know, God works how He wants to work, you know. In John 9, we read the story about how Jesus heals a man born blind. There was a man that was born blind. And everybody asked him, you know, God, why was this man born blind? Was it because his parents sinned? And Jesus replied, neither this man nor his parents sinned. But this happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him. I am the light of the world. And then Jesus, you know, spit on some ground. He made some mud, put it on the man's eyes, and he was instantly healed. I'm reminded of my favorite person in the Bible, Job. You know, the enemy came up to God and said, he is your most faithful servant. But if you took everything from him, everything that he loves and all his success, he would turn his back against you. And then God said, no, he won't, but go ahead, try and do it. He gave the enemy permission to wreak havoc on Job's life. So the enemy took every single thing that Job had and cared about, even his family, away from him, and he experienced great loss. But at the end of the day, Job did not turn away from God. He stayed faithful. So why did God allow Job to go through hell on earth? It's because he had a greater purpose 
for Job's story. And the Bible says that he gave back to Job a double portion of every single thing that he lost. To me, Job is such a perfect example of having faith no matter the cost and living a life of great endurance and trusting God no matter the circumstances. I encourage you, friends, to read the story of Job if you need a real faith booster. This story is another example of how God might allow suffering for His greater glory and for our greater purpose. But if we don't understand God's perspective, if we don't really get this concept, then we can be angry and mad and bitter towards God and His decisions. But the more that we understand God's ways and that He is who He says He is, His ways, His timing is greater, then we can keep our hearts soft. Our life will be a greater testimony, you know, a testimony of faith, of waiting on God, of how He's changed us in the process. He wants us to have great faith and to trust in Him alone. So yes, if you're praying and believing for God to heal your body, you know, heal your loved ones, then keep believing. Don't doubt. Trust that God does want to heal you. He does want your mind, your body, and your heart to be right. Keep holding on to His promises. And if things don't happen instantly on your timeline, then you must trust Him. And in the way, allow God to transform you. You know, ask Him, Lord, what do you want to teach me in this process? Don't get discouraged, friends. Because God is not moving in your timing. You know, His purposes are so much greater. He might need to do a greater work in you. You might be waiting because He wants to use you to display His wonders. You know, I've said it for years. You know, we live in a microwave generation, but God is a crockpot God. (laughs) You know, we want things now. What's the quickest app, the quickest phone, the quickest everything? You know, how fast can we get what we want? But God doesn't work like that. He doesn't work on our timeline. His ways are much higher, much greater, and much better than ours. There are a few reasons why Jesus chooses to heal us. So yes, one of the reasons is for His glory, and also because He has compassion on us. When we remember stories of God healing people that maybe are living a life of sin, are not living for Him, don't have any faith, it's because Jesus has compassion. And there's many examples of this in the Bible, like in Mark 1, Mark 9, Luke 7, Matthew 9, Mark 5. You can go back and read these yourself. And yes, God heals in response to faith. Like the story of the woman who had a hemorrhage for 12 years, who sneaked up behind Jesus and just touched the edge of his cloak, and she was instantly healed of her hemorrhage. Jesus felt power leave his body, and he turned to find who it was. You know, he found the woman, and when he found her, you know, he said, Take heart, daughter, your faith has healed you. You can read the story in Matthew 9. It was also the faith of the Canaanite woman that moved Jesus to heal her demonized daughter. He said to her, Woman, you have great faith. Your request is granted. And Matthew 15. What motivated the Lord Jesus to heal the paralytic who was lowered through the roof? The Bible says that when Jesus saw their faith, he healed the paralytic in Matthew 9. So yes, God responds to faith. God also heals in response to his own promise. You know, God commands us as believers to actually pray for the sick and minister to the brokenhearted. 
In James, he commands us to pray for each other so that we may be healed. It's his response to his promise to the elders that if you lay hands, they will be healed. You might not get healed instantly. It might take several years or it might end in death. But even death is a healing when you think about it because you're going on to glory, eternity. There's really no pain or suffering there. You know, there's other reasons that God heals. He heals to lead people to repentance and open doors for the gospel. He heals to remove hindrances to ministry and service. He heals to teach us about himself and his kingdom. He heals to demonstrate the presence of his kingdom. And he heals for sovereign purposes known only to himself. So we must have confidence when we pray for healing and then trust God with the outcomes. Well, friends, I hope that this gives you greater understanding, encouragement, and revelation when it comes to healing, suffering, and God's greater purpose. Let me pray over you today. Lord God, we come before you and we thank you for who you are. Thank you for manifesting your power in and through us. Thank you that you are the great physician. You are the master of our lives. You are the great creator, Lord God. Your purposes are what we want. Your plan is what we want more than anything else, Lord God. You are not here to steal, kill, and destroy like the enemy, Lord God. You have a great purpose for each and every one of us. Lord, I pray for those that are believing for your physical healing now, Lord God. I pray that you would reveal yourself to them, Lord God, whether it's a healing that they need or revelation on why they haven't been healed yet, Lord God. I pray that you would speak to them, that you would comfort your people, Lord God. And I pray, Lord God, for those that are learning about healing, that you would give them belief that you are supernatural. You are the same God of the Bible. You still do miracles. You still heal. And you are willing and able to meet our every need, Lord God. Comfort your people, Lord God. Give us clarity, understanding. Draw us closer to you so that we would understand you better, that we would know you. For anyone that is suffering with a broken heart, Lord God, or loss, I pray that you would be the great comforter, that you would bring peace, peace of mind, that you would heal their hearts, Lord God, and do whatever it is that you need to do, Lord God, to make things right, break off every chain, make us whole, whatever it is that might be hindering us, Lord God, that you would make those things known to us. Thank you for who you are, that you are the healer. You are sovereign and perfect in all of your ways. Transform our minds and give us a greater trust in your timing and your purposes. We love you, Lord. Amen. Make sure to sign up to get all the blog and podcast updates at leahmariecarson.com. Follow on Instagram at The Lens of Faith. Make sure to subscribe to The Lens of Faith podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Google. Remember, friends, life becomes clearer when you focus through the lens of faith. Talk to you soon.